Okay, so welcome to the show, guys. Today we have a, a really awesome guest. Probably, if you don't know this man's face uh, till now, you know, I feel sorry for you guys because you should know Chris. Uh, Chris Root is a full-time real estate investor who specializes in wholesaling and mobile home parks. He's also a coach, founder of Hustle Wholesaling University, author of a book, The Source of the Deal. Uh, Chris helps people who want to make an extra money on the side or create wealth in, uh, with the real estate. So welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks. Never, never, never been interviewed by uh, somebody in Ireland yet, so this is the first for me. Here we go. I, I love being first, you know. For, if you're not first, you're last, right? So, right, yes. right. <laughs> okay, so let's jump in, in into this, um, into this uh, questions here. You know, I want to ask you, um, even before the real estate, before the wholesaling start, can you give people uh, just a little bit more insights? How did you start it? Uh, you know, with the real estate or what did you do even before that? Man, that, you know, that's a good question. Cause I, um, I, I wasn't always a real estate investor. I was always an entrepreneur, you know, it, like in fourth, fifth grade, I was, I was hustling, selling basketball cards and baseball cards to students in my class for, you know, projected, uh, statistical analysis on the, on the, say a rookie card of Shaquille O'Neal that he would, he's projected to do this and that. And, uh, you know, it's worth $5 now, but I'll sell it to you for $10, $10 now because it's going to be worth $20 next year, right? You know, I was always a natural salesman, just always trying to hustle and um, had that knack, was very hard-headed. You know, I was labeled ADD, ADHD, dyslexic. I was always considered slow in school and, um, you know, it was kind of, it was funny, you know, growing up, I just wasn't good in school, but when I got into the real world of business, I excelled, right? By the time I was um, 22 years old, I had just, I was, well, I'm sorry, I was, my junior year in college, I, I told myself, hey, look, I, I want to start my own business. I didn't know what I wanted to do yet, but I was like, I'm going to start my own business. I was working for my dad at the time, and he had an oil field service company here in the States in Louisiana. And, and then, by the way, if you don't know where I'm from, I'm from uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, 38 years old. But, um, you know, I was working for my dad, just helping him as a, you know, a, a hand, an extra hand helping the shop. And he asked me to go get the oil changed in his truck, his company truck and go bring it to the lube shop to get it serviced. And while I was over there, I heard some ladies complaining because it was taking so long and a light bulb went off on my head. I said, I bet you if somebody went to the, these people's houses or where they worked and brought the service to them, like changed their all on site, it, it, would, it would do really, really well. I was like, man, let me, I'm, I said, I'm gonna do that. I told my dad about it. I borrowed a hundred bucks from him. I, I bought a set of filter wrenches, the oil filter, oil, a drain to drain the oil. And I changed my first oil on my dad's truck just to show me how to do it. And I made some business cards. And what I did is I went around to all these oil field fleet companies and who had a lot of uh, trucks. And I gave them a card to try to build up, you know, a bunch of vehicles to get serviced. And I did that. And I started getting a bunch of people, you know, let me change their oil. It, it, you know, I was, it started off slow. I was only doing maybe one or two oil change every other day. And then, you know, three, four, five, six months down the road, I was doing 10, 15 oil changes a day. Then I got into the on-site car wash and wax and detail. And then I started changing windshields, doing windshield repairs and windshield replacements. I learned how to do that. I diversified and I had multiple flows of income. So I could literally show up to a job site. They may need to change their oil. Then they want to wash and wax it. Then they want to rotate their tires. Then they had a little you know, crack in their windshield. I'd fix that. I might make 350 bucks off of one vehicle. Um, by that time, I was making really good money. You know, that's just go up a couple more years. I was a senior in college. I was making like a hundred grand a year. 
And I was, and I was like, man, I'm not going to get a job. I'm not going to get a job. I'm going to keep doing this. Right. So I graduated uh, college and I, all my buddies are leaving to go get jobs, making 30, 40 grand a year. And I'm sitting here making a hundred grand a year. I, so I kept doing it. I bought some more, um, some more trailers to pull behind my truck. I bought another truck and I expanded and I had a, a crew going and we're doing really well, but I realized that I could not scale that right. Chasing around people trying to change all like that's hard to scale. So I told myself, man, I need a shop. Like I need to have a physical location. Yeah. So I put some feelers out there and I found somebody that was interested in leasing a shop. I uh, ended up leasing that shop. And I, I mean, I doubled my income when I leased that shop, but I told myself, man, I need another shop and I want, I want to scale this, but I didn't have the money. I was able to get into that lease because I put, you know, I think I put 15 grand down and uh, my, my or 10 grand down on my lease was $3,500 a month. But at this time, hurricane, I don't know if you, you probably, you're not from the States, but there's a hurricane that hit New Orleans, Louisiana called Hurricane Katrina. Yep, yeah, it I heard about wiped, it. Yeah. It wiped out New Orleans. What happened was, and this all ties, and this is a long story, but this all ties into real estate. It wiped out New Orleans, and, and I'm about three hours uh, west of New Orleans. All the people from New Orleans, you know, had to move and go settle somewhere else. So they, they, they went to Baton Rouge, Lafayette, Lake Charles, and Houston, Texas. You know, hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of people came. So what happens when you have a ton of influx of people and there's, you know, and there's nowhere for them to stay and they, they have no housing. What happens to real estate? It goes up, right? Supply and demand. So I noticed, and this is around the same time also where is, this is 2005, 2006, where the housing bubble is huge in America. So yep. real estate's already booming. And the current house I was living in, I had built it like four years, 45 years prior to that. And I built it myself, I, you know, subcontracted out. So I saved a bunch of money. So I had a lot of equity in it. But by this time, I noticed that everybody was selling their house for like astronomical amounts of money. So I was like, I told my wife, I said, Hey, we need to, we need to flip our house. Like we need to sell this house and take all the equity out of it. I had enough awareness. Like this is kind of like my first inkling of awareness of real estate investing. Cause I noticed the, the value of our house. And if I said, Hey, let's sell it. So we went, we painted a few rooms, touched everything up. We landscaped the front. We put it for sale. 30 days later, we sold it for 235,000. I made 125,000 when I was 25 years old on my first deal. Not too bad, yeah? No, not too bad. I was like, man, this is where it's at, right? So um, I took that money and I used it to buy another shop in a super busy location where I live in Lafayette and uh, from a motivated seller who was behind on, on taxes. He wasn't paying his taxes. So I, I bought that, doubled my income again, flipped another land property. I bought a piece of land on, on, a, on a river, uh, undervalued. Flipped that. I think I made 20, 30 grand in like 30 days. Then I bought a, a foreclosure house, moved my family into that, lived there for about two years, rehabbed that, sold that, made 60,000, bought another location. By this time, I had like four locations of the quick lube car wash and mechanic shop and, and auto glass business. I'm, I'm making really good money. I'm making probably, I'm, I'm 25, 26 years old. I'm probably making, you know, 350, 400,000 with all my benefits, probably 500,000 as a young mid 20 kid. I'm, I'm doing well, right? I'm doing, I'm killing it. I got 33 employees. Now I'm working like a crazy person though. Like I'm like, got these locations and I'm, I'm trading my time for money. So what I did was I kind of forgot about real estate because I had so many shops. And I had all these employees. I, was, I told myself, man, I'm starting to stack cash at this time. I got probably got, you know, two, two fifty, three hundred thousand in cash. I'm like, I need to get back into real estate. So I buy up about three, $3 million worth of real estate, single family homes with the cash I had. 
and this is about 2012, 2013, I bought up a bunch of single family homes on MLS, which is the multiple listing services. That and that was, that was back in Louisiana? Back in Louisiana, 2012, 13. Um, I said, I'm going to buy a bunch of single family homes. So I made like 15, 20 offers, you know, all the time until I found somebody that was willing to sell me at a discount at say 80 cents in the dollar, or 75 cents in the dollar, 85 cents in the dollar. Okay. Well, so I went ahead and, and, and bought about $3 million of single family homes, got them rented out. At this time, the economy is booming um, in, in 2013 and 12 because the oil and gas is like $120 a barrel right now. And, and there's, everybody's got jobs. Everybody's making tons of money. You can get out of high school and make a hundred grand a year working offshore. So I could buy a single family home and put it for rent. And three days later, I'd get a premium for it, like 1,800, 1,500 bucks a month. And I was, so I was like, man, I'm doing good. I'm making seven, eight grand a month passive income while I'm running these shops. Well, to, the, the following year, 2014 hit, oil went from $120 a barrel all the way down to $28 a barrel. We lost thousands of jobs here in Louisiana. What happened was all these jobs went to Texas or they, they just went bankrupt. All these businesses went bankrupt. And so what happened, all these people renting my houses, what happened? They started moving out. They couldn't pay rent no more. So I was like, oh man, like I'm starting to take a loss. And then on top of that, my shops here locally started losing revenue because the economy was slowing down. So we went from doing, you know, a couple hundred grand a month in sales to like doing like a hundred, almost half, lost half our sales. So I'm like, man, what, I'm, what am I going to do? Well, luckily for me, right around the same time, I started re really doing a lot of research into real estate. And I come across this word called wholesaling on YouTube. Wholesaling real estate. I'm like, what the hell is, why do you wholesale real estate? That doesn't make any sense to me. I've heard of like flipping a house, but how do you wholesale it? Started doing some research on YouTube. I was like, man, this sounds interesting. I think I can do this. So what I did was I hired three mentors back to back to back. And I just deep dived on wholesaling. and I freaking crushed it. Like I, I was the top student in, in every program um, that I joined. I made $47,000 by myself doing it part-time while I still ran my shops on the side. I made $47,000 by myself. I was like, man, I can make $47,000 wholesaling real estate on my own by myself when I'm sitting here working like a dog with these loop shops with all these employees. And I, I'd be lucky if I make 20, 30 grand. And on top of that, I have so many, you know, they'd mess up an engine or they'd, mess a car up or dinner scratches always you know always having problems mm. so i was like man this is where it's at so i told my manager i said hey listen i'm doing this full time i threw him the key i said don't call me unless somebody dies i freaking went all in with wholesaling i started once i started doing it full time i started making 60 70 80 and i started making six figures a month doing this and now you know fast forward three four years later now you know i'm in multiple states i'm doing this in louisiana alabama and florida and we're freaking crushing it. Um, I'm buying super discounted, like way more discounted before than I was buying on MLS, making offers at 75, 80 cents on the dollar. I'm now buying at 50, okay. 60 cents on the dollar. So the, the moral of the story is, you know, wholesaling saved my, my butt, my tail from going bankrupt because I was essentially gonna probably go bust with my shops and, and with all my rentals because the, the economy had crashed. I mean, so many people went bankrupt around here. So many people went into foreclosure. But what happens with wholesaling is wholesaling does really good. And if you know what wholesaling is, guys, wholesaling is the art of technology of finding heavily discounted off-market properties for motivated sellers hmm. using, the, using direct um, marketing campaigns like direct mail, cold calling, bandit signs, Facebook ads, uh, Google, PPC, pay-per-click. Basically, you're finding 
people who are motivated to sell their property. Yeah, and basically when you're wholesaling, you don't own that piece of property, you just control the contract or something like that, Correct. right? Okay. You control the contract with an assignable contract. Okay. It's a very niche business. Um, so essentially, the losses I was taking with my shops and my rentals, I was able to cover them over with all the money I was making from wholesaling. So I became very passionate about it. I was like, man, this saved me from financial ruin. And um, I, I decided, like, you know what? You know, I'm going to start a program around what I've done, and I'm going to show people how to do this. And essentially, um, you know, I went to a 10X Growth Con, the first 10X Growth Con, like three years ago, and I met Grant Cardone, told him what I was doing. He really liked what I was doing. I, you know, basically um, sponsor, started sponsoring his events. I got a, a show on his network, and, uh, you know, I got interviewed by him and, you know, promoting my coaching company. And that's kind of the, you know, what the gist of what happened the past, you know, five to what, eight years of my, of my entrepreneur and real estate life. And now I'm, I'm buying super discounted. I'm buying mobile home parks. We're, we're buying a 59-unit apartment complex that we're going to close on in the next 30 days. Uh, we're closed on a, on a 45-unit mobile home park in Panama City Beach, Florida in, in about two weeks. I mean, it's just essentially, if you learn how to wholesale, you become what's called the source of the deal. I wrote a book about this. And when you become the source of the deal, you go direct to seller. You buy with, you're always buying with tons of equity because you're skipping the middleman. You don't have a broker or a realtor involved. And you're going after the most heavily discounted properties because you're going after people that are super motivated to sell their house. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, li listen, you spoke, you know, like you met Grant more than a couple of times. You did, you did a couple of interviews with him. Like, yep. so what does he think about the wholesaling idea? Of course, he, you know, he, he liked it first when he, when he saw you and we, when you started talking with him. But what does he think about it now? I mean, because he's heavily investing into multifamily units. Is he uh, trying to pitch his own deal and, and you know, uh, ask you to go with the Cardone Capital or, or, or maybe trying to, to convert you to going into multifamily in the future? What's the story with that? Of course. I mean, Ryan, is, his, his captain, was pitching me on Cardone Capital. But, I mean, I mean, look, Cardone Capital is great. I think it's awesome what he's doing. Yeah. But for an active investor like me who's an active in the streets, you know, in the – you know, in the battle, in, I'm in the game, right? I'm in the trenches and I'm doing my own deals. I can find my own deals. So a 6%, a 5 6% return on my investment is just, that's terrible for somebody like me. Now, if you're a doctor, an attorney, or, you know, a, maybe you're a business owner and you bank in five to $10 million in cash in the bank and it's getting 1%, that makes, and, and you don't have the time to go find your own deals, that makes sense for somebody to go give their money to, to Cardone, yeah. to Cardone Capital. But somebody like me who can buy super discounted, go find my own deals. I'm in the trenches. You know, I can buy, I'm buying deals at, at 15 and 20% return because I, cause I'm in the game and I'm going direct to seller using the, me the methods I teach of, of finding heavily discounted properties. I'm buying with tons of equity in good areas. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make sense for somebody like me. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we, we're talking probably at, at the really great time and it's just the perfect time because everybody's, uh, who owns a business, they, they're aware like what's going to happen in the future, like the, it's, the downturn is, is coming. And, you know, like in the situation that you've been with, with the previous business that you had, I don't know if you still have it now, but you, you find out that like real estate came, came to you like as a, as a holy grail. It was like, this is, this is a chance for me not to go bankrupt. So yep. as a downturn is going to happen again, I guess for a lot of people, it, it, it could be that chance as it happened for you. 
you know, to, to join you, you know, in, in your, um, in your training and you know start doing the wholesaling just to prepare themselves for the for the things that might happen in the future which they will so can we talk about how could you describe the perfect uh, wholesale property how it should look like what people should look for when they started yeah that, that's a great uh, question you know i'm glad you brought the point about the downturn because we're going to have a downturn so we've been in a, in a you know a bull market now going on what 10 years 12, yep. 11 years. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. The only reason it hasn't happened yet is because of quantitative easing and the central banks and the Federal Reserve have been pumping the markets full of liquidity. And we've never done this in, in world history. So, that, so we're like, we're going through an experiment right now. So that's why really we haven't seen a downturn yet because we don't, we don't know what's going to happen after pumping trillions of dollars into the market. It may go on for another four or five years. Who knows? But it may crash next month. We really don't know. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you guys without a shadow of a doubt, I don't care if the markets crash anymore because I have the wholesale method. Because when the markets... Hey, Chris. Hey. Sorry. That's why I just lost you there for a second. Yep. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't care that the markets are going to crash because that's when, you, that's when the best deals are made, honestly. Um, so, yeah. I mean, if you have the courage and you have the wherewithal and you have the financial means... If you're stacking cash right now while the markets are good, good for you, kudos, you save that money. And when the market turns and shifts, that's when you should use the wholesale method because there's going to be a lot of distress. There's going to be a lot of people suffering and, and you can help them. You can buy their properties and get it out from underneath them. But the only way to do that is to go direct to seller because if, you, if you're trying to go through realtors, I mean, you're going to find deals through realtors and brokers too, but they're going to have to get their cut too. But you, if you can push them out to the side and go direct to seller, which I'm sure in Europe and in Ireland, you don't have to have an agent to buy a property, right? You can go and meet with the seller on your own. Yeah, like we have it, it, it dep depends, you know, cause some people have the, you know, cause the real, cause some people think the realtor you, you can trust like, because that's his job and he has the, uh, a certificate to prove it, you know, like he's, you know, but it doesn't mean he's gonna do a better job, you know, selling the property, so. Right, right. So, you know, if, if you can learn the wholesale method and become a source of the deal, and um, you'll, you'll capture so much equity and you'll have so many deals you won't even know what to do with. But I mean, it's all, real estate is, is all, a, it's cyclical, meaning, you know, if every boom, there's a bust, for every bust, there's a boom. You should be buying when things are down and selling when things are up and you just ride the wave when things are booming right now. Like in my economy right now, yet, things are, are very, very distressed still. Like we have not recovered from the oil and gas bust, the 2014, all the jobs went to Texas. So, Hold on, I'm sorry, it's coming back. Um, all the jobs went to Texas and we're still struggling. So I'm buying up all kinds of stuff right now. Now, if you go to, to where you're at, it's booming in Ireland, right? Yeah. Things are booming. Um, it's probably a, a good time to sell your property and rent and yeah. wait for the next cycle, the, the next downturn and then go buy, right? Yeah. You wanna buy when things are down and sell when things are up. And that, when you understand that, buy low, sell high. I mean, that's essentially what a, real estate, a professional real estate investor does. Real estate investors don't buy everything up. I mean, the unsophisticated investors will buy everything when, you know, when their things are booming because they just don't know better. Like, oh, I want to become a real estate investor. Let me just go buy this 100-unit apartment complex and they get their ass handed to them. I know because I've done that. Um, so, you know, so what was the question? I think I might have veered off. No, that, that's fine. I mean, I was like, how did you describe the perfect wholesaling property? I mean, when, when you go on touring, uh, you know, you, you're driving for, for bucks, right? You're driving for dollars. What properties right. are you looking for? You know, because you probably have 
the you know the sense of how property should look like and then yeah. you, you go and talk with the owner so I would say uh, at least 60 to 70 percent of the properties I buy like they're distressed and you can tell they're distressed just by the outside of what they look like, look like right the grass is tall there's trash in the yard the house is in disrepair people leave clues when they're motivated they don't take care of their belongings the car is trash the trash in the, in the vehicle yeah. um, you know if you're just getting started you don't have any money you can just go ride around and, and write down addresses of properties that look dirty and trashy and not taken care of typically those people are distressed um, I mean obviously you want to you want to find properties in decent areas it doesn't have to be an a plus area you can I mean a lot of investors want to invest in properties that are lower in but I wouldn't say don't you definitely don't want to invest in super low end properties because they're hard to manage, you know, you may have uh, a lot of turnover and maybe a lot of criminals or a lot of um, just deadbeats in those types of areas. But um, I, I like the working class, middle class area, a C class area, even a, maybe a D minus. I've, I've bought really bad areas at like F class apartments. I, I'll never do that again. Like, you, you just trust me, you, you de definitely don't want to buy super low end, even though it's a smoking hot deal and it's a, you know, it's, it, you know, Somebody said, you know, this is a 20 cap or this is a 25 cap return. Like, yeah, you're going to catch a cap too. You're going to get, you might get shot. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a why, you know? Um, so now on, on the flip side of that, I don't, I, I'm not in a position to buy an A-class apartment either. I mean, I don't buy two and $300 million apartments. I just don't have that kind of leverage yet or that kind of capital. Mm. But for me, I like, I, I like the C plus, C minus, or maybe a D plus or even a B minus style apartment. When I say that, you know, a, a style of apartment. I mean, like the class, right? A, B, C, D, F, right? Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, is, does it does the property particularly has to be value add, or or it doesn't matter when the wholesaling? For the most part, they're always going to be a value add. I mean, obviously, they they have to have the equity. It's got to be in a decent location. Yeah. They have to be motivated, meaning they have to have a problem in their life that would push them or motivate them to sell their property cheap. If you can wrap this one concept in your mind, if you want to get into wholesaling, if you can just wrap around this, this in your mind, you'll understand wholesaling and the psychology of people that want to sell their house cheap. You're not going to force motivation. Either they have, so what is motivation? Motivation are just, is just problems. I talk about this in my course and in my book. Problems equals motivation equals deals. If yep. you cannot pinpoint a problem in their life, they're not going to sell you their house for cheap. Nobody sells their house for cheap unless they have a problem. So what am I doing? I'm probing for problems all the time. I talk about this on my YouTube channel. I'm probing for problems. I want to find out what, where's the distress? Where's the distress coming from? Either they're getting a divorce. They lost their job. They're behind on payments. They got a job transfer. Maybe they're on drugs. Maybe they're, they're making bad financial decisions and they need to sell their house fast. So they're going to lose it to the bank. Yeah. You know, they'd, they'd rather sell it to you and, and, and get out of it fast versus losing all their equity to the bank. Yeah, yeah. And in the downturns, it happens more than often, you know, because like, well, probably people that are watching right now, probably you guys know someone who is maybe not in a good position right now. Maybe you can help him out, you know, by, by wholesaling his property, you know, like, you know, it's possible, like, because like, you know, I see what's going on around in the European market, like particularly here, here in Ireland, you're going to find a lot of these properties that you mentioned, you know, like the grass is tall, like you see the car is just sitting there for a you know, months and like, there is a lot of that going on in here. So that means th these opportunities are not just in the US, there are in Europe as well, you know, so, so, you know, particularly when it comes to marketing, I, how much of a marketing does it, it involved into wholesaling? I mean, is it how much of a, of a, 
how much does it take for you to market yourself and put yourself in the market marketplace to find these deals? I mean, you talk about it from a monetary standpoint, how much money you need to spend? Yeah, how much the money, how much time, like, because people, you know, people are here watching first time and they're like, man, I don't know what wholesaling is. Yeah. Like, I don't have the time because I'm working, you know, 12 hours. So people say, you know, I'm working 12 hour, 12 hour shifts. I don't have time. You know, I have kids, I have family. So how those, those people can put in time and the effort, you know, to find these deals? Because it, it, it takes some marketing effort to find these deals, right? Yeah. I mean, typically I tell my students they need 500 to 1,000 bucks a month to spend on marketing to generate leads. You're going to need at least 15, 20 hours a week to put into the business if you want to do it part-time. Um, you can definitely do it part-time. I've got students that have corporate jobs here in America working 60 hours a week and they still do this on the side and they still make six figures a year on the side doing it. But if you really want to crush the game and really do well, I mean, if you can hyper-focus on it and, and spend a couple thousand, two, three thousand, um, that's where you can really start making good money with it. Um, the more money you spend, the more leads that come through, the more opportunity, right? So it's just, I don't want to take you know, 2,000 or 3,000 is the maximum. I mean, I'm spending, you know, 20 grand a month at marketing. Because yeah. um, you're playing so, at a different level now. Right, right. It's just yep. a different level. So it, yep. it creates more opportunity, more leads, more yep. possible deals. Okay. Um, and what, what about when these, when, these, uh, when these leads are coming back, who, like, do you answer the phone? Do you talk with them? Like, how, what's, how, the, how the pitch is going on? Let's say I'm going to spend a couple of grand now, uh, you know, to search for these properties. And now I have leads coming in to me, like, how does it work from here? You know, I answered the phone. Like, what, what do I say to these people? So, you know, they're going to call you and say, hey, I saw your sign or, hey, I got your letter or, hey, um, I saw your advertisement on Facebook or Google and um, I'm interested in selling my house. So the conversation would basically go is, uh, you know, I'm framing the call. I'm, I'm framing this call to see if they're a quality lead, meaning I'm going to ask them strategic questions to see if this is even worth me pursuing. So, Basically, the way it would go is I would ask them, okay, cool, you're trying to sell your property. Um, obviously, I get the address from them. I'm saying, okay, what do you think it's worth, ma'am? And they'll say, well, I, you know, I think, I think it's worth about 200000 And as I'm talking to them, I'm pulling up all their information on Zillow, Realtor.com, so I can get a valuation of what roughly it's worth. So they tell me they, they think it's worth around two hundred grand. I say, okay, no problem. Well, how much work does it need? And I say, well, you know, it needs a little bit of work. It needs paint. You know, it's an older house. They'll, they'll always tell you way less than what it really needs. They'll say, oh, it only needs about 10 grand. That means it probably needs 30, 40 grand. Um, then I'll ask them, okay, well, you know, what do you owe on it? And I ask this question because some people say, well, what do you mean? Why are you asking them what, what they owe on it? Well, I need to know if it's even worth my time because if it's, if it's worth 200, but they owe 195 or even 190, there's no equity. I don't want to waste my time. You know, and the, the, you'll get that backlash. Well, why do you need to know how much I owe? Well, ma'am, I need to know if I can even help you. You know, I'm not a full retail buyer. I'm an investor. I have to get these properties for cheap enough to better fix up and flip and rent out. And I totally understand if you don't want to sell at a discounted rate that you may want to call a realtor. But what I can do for you is I can offer fast cash and close quick and I can make your problem go away really fast if you need to sell quick. Right. And I'm just upfront, honest, genuine, direct. I state my intentions and that way there's no, I'm not beating around the bush because I'm, I'm looking for a certain person. I'm looking for a motivated seller. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking for somebody that's got a problem. So after that, I'll ask them, okay, well, yeah, why are you selling? And they'll usually say, well, and then if you build enough rapport on the phone, they'll sometimes spill the beans over the phone. But a lot of times it takes you go and meet them in person. Okay. Well, yeah, how much, how much time you, you, you spend with a, with a potential um, seller at this point, if you go and meet them? 
if it's a quality lead, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, if I know there's equity, I know they have a problem. I, I may spend 30 minutes to an hour with them. But if, if it's a marginal deal, I don't think it's that great of a deal. Like I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to say like, ma'am, I can't help you. That's why I'm framing the call. Like I'm finding out all the points. Like, what do you owe on it? What do you think it's worth? How much work it needs? And then I follow up with, okay, well, how much? That's why I asked him, well, look, if I were to pay all cash and close quick, what's the best cash offer you can make me? Keeping in mind that I'm not a full retail buyer, I'm an investor, and I need to make a profit on your house now. And it's just upfront, right? And I, and I shut up after that. I, I'm listening. I'm yeah. listening. She'll say, well, I understand you need to make a profit. And look, um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. We're like three months behind on our payments, and the bank's already starting to send us letters. You know, what's the best that you can offer me, Chris? Okay, well, um, if you, well, what do you owe on it, ma'am? Well, you know, we, we owe a hundred thousand, you know, how much work does it need? Well, it probably needs about 10. Okay. Well, I understand. Well, I need to look at it first to see exactly how much work it needs, but basically like, to give you a rough estimate, ma'am, I'd probably be in the 120 to 130 range. Right. Mm -hmm. You see how that you're just basically going back and forth, just having a good conversation with her and, and finding out the pain points and seeing that they're and just being totally direct, totally intentional about what you're trying to do. Yeah. And you're looking for that one out of 20 people that is motivated because they have a problem, right? Exactly, exactly. And, and as, as we talked before, you know, you, you get some realtors that may, may solve that problem, but they're going to put the, the same listing on a marketplace, you know, and it might get sold or might get sold or, or, or might not. So how does it go from here? Like, you know, because you, 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 you don't actually buy the real estate. You just hold the contract and you go and find the, the motivated sellers. Right. So when, when does, when does the, when does the owner of a property it gets paid at some point? So once, once I come, let's just say I make her an offer of 120 and she agrees to that. Now I have, I have three, three plays I can do right here. Actually four plays. I can either keep it as a rental. I can flip, keep it myself and rehab it and flip it, go for the retail and try to make a, a huge profit. Or I can do it. What's called a hotel, which I, I'm sure you probably heard me talk about. It's not a full flip and it's not a full okay. wholesale. It's a, it's a hotel, it's a place where you don't do anything to it and you just throw it back on MLS and actually buy it and throw it back on MLS and just discount it for maybe 150 or 160. Or I can wholesale it to an investor, right? That's where I, you know, I find it, an investor that maybe will give me 125 for it or 130 and I make a quick five, 10 grand and I don't do anything to it, right? And you just into the deal basically for your little bit of marketing and your time and you make a quick 10 grand, you sell it to the investor for 130, he puts 20 grand into it, and he's into it for 150, and he goes for the retail, but he has all the risk. He's gotta go in and get the contract, just fix it up, he has all that time invested, and he has to put it back on the market, he has to go through inspections and due diligence. He gets, you know, he gets the bigger meat of the bone. He, he may make 40, 30, 40 grand in the next four or five months, but if I made five, 10, if I made 10 grand in, in two weeks, who made more no money? Risk. With no risk, yeah. I made 10 grand in, in two hours of work in, in two weeks versus he made 30, 40 grand in, in five months. But you know, some people still like that, you know, some people that did, yeah. they just, that's what they do. So. That's right. I'm a big believer in speed, you know, speed is, is power. Like if I could, I'd rather, yeah. I'd much rather make $10,000 in, in two hours than 40 grand in five months. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you, you know, we spoke about the downturn, the, the economy changing. So. Is there any ways people for them to prepare themselves? Um, you know, like if they own any property, like you, you, how much, how much property do you, do you own at the moment? Approximately right now, we're going to own about 160 units, 160 units. 
Yeah, that's so, about seven, it's about seventeen million dollars in value. Okay, okay. Are we talking uh, about is it is it mobile homes or, or are we talking um, single it's, homes? This is a mixture between I, I do single family homes. Uh, this is a total of single family homes, mobile home parks, apartments, and short term vacation uh, beach rentals. I have two of those too. Wow, that's that's awesome. I, I, they are they all rentals at the moment. Yeah, you, you know. Yep. Okay, so let's say somebody's uh, owning some properties, you know, the, the, the guy just started this game recently, let's say, you know, a couple of years ago, and he, he has a few properties, but he doesn't know that the, the times are going to change and he might find himself in a not so good situation. So is there any, any advice from you that people can protect themselves, you know, for those people and for people who would like to use those opportunities, like to solve other people's problems? Because again, the people will get in problem you know, when, when, the t when the times are going to change. So for those people to use the capital and to find the good deals on the market when the times change. Absolutely. So if, if I were, you know, someone in, say, Ireland and the market's hot and I'm young and I've never been through a downturn and I'm watching Chris Root from South Louisiana from the States tell this story, I'm telling you to be prepared. You're going to have a market shift. I, I went through it. I, I know what it's like. It's not fun. It's very scary. And the, the best and simplest way I can tell you to hedge against this is first thing I would do is I would try to get a side hustle or two. I wouldn't just depend on my current job or my current business because that's what saved me from going bankrupt is having an extra side hustle, right? When I started the wholesaling business, yeah. um, I would start a side hustle, whatever it may be. If you want to do wholesaling, I think that's a great avenue. It's, I think it's the perfect avenue, but if you want to, I don't know, wash cars or, you know, be a, a janitor at night or clean whatever it may be just get a side hustle to create another stream of income yeah well, what about what about what about the properties sorry what about the properties that they have should they consider about yeah. you know dumping them on the market while it's hot or just that, you know that's yeah that's what i was about to say i would say secondly if you bought a property and you have a lot of equity in it sell it sell it right now take all that cash out even if you got to pay a little bit of taxes or you can do what's called a 1031 exchange we call it 1031 exchange in the states where we can sell the property and dump it into a, a, a equal or a greater value property and, and not have to pay any taxes. I don't know if you have that in Ireland or Europe. Yeah. Um, so you could do that and, um, and maybe dump it into a, a value add property where you, you try to find another property that's heavily discounted. If that's even possible where you're at, I don't know if that's even possible, mm -hmm. but just make sure you buy heavily discounted with equity. They're out there. I know you're saying, Chris, my market's too hot. There, there's no deals. Listen, you live on planet earth. People make a lot of bad decisions. Yep. People still get on drugs. People still get divorced. They lose their job and they need to sell fast. So oh, that, that would be the second thing. Um, or just sell it and hold on to the cash. Sell your properties. If, you're, if you bought maybe four or five years ago and you have you know, all this equity, go ahead and sell all these properties. Hold on to that cash. You're going to pay taxes on it. So what? Or, or, or invest with grant and pay no tax. Yeah. Then invest with grant and pay no tax <laughs> and, and, and hold on to it and wait for the downturn. Because you don't get rich in the upturn, you get rich in the downturn. You you get rich when you buy, not when you sell. You yeah. buy with equity, right? So I would say stack the cash and wait for the downturn to come, and and then go all in when when this baby turns, right? Um, okay, maybe makes makes sense. Yeah, totally. You know, because yeah. like this happened before. Like you, you said from your own experience, you, you know, it, it hurt you. Like you, you know, everybody probably got hurt in two thousand seven, eight. You know, when, when the economy shifted and nobody was expecting what, what was supposed to happen, you know, just, just a handful of people, you know, but uh, like these things are going to happen again and again, a lot of people, people are going to get hurt, 
So you guys that are watching has have you know Chris telling you he's been in a he he is in a, in a real estate space you know uh, been going through the, the 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 market shifts and you know successfully investing into real estate you know wholesaling and owning properties so you know if if this is not the man to listen to like I, I don't know like guys if we can even help you know give it by giving advice but thanks thanks for the advice you know and. Uh, can you just tell people, uh, the ones who are going to be interested into wholesaling, what skills do they need to start uh, working deals? Man, they, you know, if you pick up a copy of my book, you can get a free copy called go to the source of the deal.com. I listed, uh, 10, yeah, I listed 10 or 12, or I think 10 characteristics of traits you're going to need to be a good investor and wholesaler. And, you know, one of them is knowing your market inside and out, like, you know, you have to be able to differentiate between good markets, bad markets, good neighborhoods, bad neighborhoods, good streets, bad streets, A class, B class, C class. When you're able to look at something and differentiate, it raises your intelligence. And that's what makes you a good real estate investor is when you can be able to see similarities and differences. What did, what did Einstein say about what a genius is, right? All a genius is, is somebody that can see differences. And you have to really think about that when what he said, and it makes so much sense. The problem I see with a lot of investors, they get hung up on, they just, they get into the game. They can't, they don't know what a good deal looks like because they can't see similarities and differences in their market. Meaning they don't know what houses are worth in their market. Mm -hmm. They don't know if it's a good area or bad area. They don't know the trends in that market. If, if the economy is getting better or jobs are moving out and maybe the economy is not doing as good, you have to better see all these things. And when you can see all these things, you can predict and forecast if it's going to be a good deal or not a good deal. Um, you got to better estimate repair costs. Right. That's well. These, these these people are just not 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 obsessed with the real estate, you know. Because when you're obsessed, yeah. you 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 know what's going on in your marketplace. Particularly, you know, like you probably recommend for people. Let's say you, you're living somewhere. It doesn't matter, like North Carolina or somewhere here in Ireland. Like, go and walk the properties. You know, that are close to you. Like, go 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 and see the the comps. You know, pull up the comps. Like, and go and talk with the realtors and like. Right. All information is available, but you just need That's to right. yeah. You got to do the work. You have to exactly. do the work. Yeah. I talked about that in the book too. You got to network with realtors. Who, who knows the game better than experienced realtors who have been realtors for five, 10 years or plus, 20 years. Yeah. Those are how you're going to learn the market fast. Go network with realtors and brokers. They'll tell you what's a hot neighborhood or what's not hot or what's, what's going on in the marketplace. Um, um, people skills. I can't emphasize this enough. Like my whole brand of skills, get the deals. Like you need people skills. If you can't talk to people, you can't build rapport. You can't get on people's level and, and really be a good listener and understand people and get people to like you, then you're not going to be a good investor. You're not going to be a good wholesaler. Or okay. a real well, but it's still uh, a learnable skill for people who want to start. Like it's maybe somebody has the passion and they're willing to learn these, you know, to learn, to, to learn these skills. Cause you probably, you have, all the pitches available in your courses, you know, how yep. to talk with the people. And so, absolutely. We yeah. have all that. We, we have an exact technique, the way we talk to people when we go on appointments, we find something that they like. And we talk about that first. We look, we walk inside their house. We look at pictures on the wall. We try to find out what they're interested in. And we try to bring a conversation about what they're interested in, not what you want to talk about. And you don't talk about the house, about buying the house. You want to build common ground first. You want to talk about them, not the house. Because ultimately, they're the gatekeeper. You're not buying the problem house. The you're problem, buying yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and you know, take uh, Chris's, uh, you know, pitches and, and on the side, grab some Dale Carnegie's books, you know. And uh, what, what about uh, how people can learn um, 
to how people actually can start making money. How fast does it take, you know, for somebody? Because you said, you know, I didn't ask you a question when you started do wholesaling deals. How fast did it take you to, to start making, you know, the first buck? Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that my results are going to be typical. I mean, I crushed it out of the gate. I was already an entrepreneur. I knew how to talk to people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had the, the energy and passion to, to do well. Um, but typically, it's going to take you 60 to 90 days to probably get your first deal or maybe even 120 days. I've had students in my program do it in 28 days or 30 days, but they were, they were the exception, you know, not the rule. So, I mean, it, you, you have to really uh, – it depends on your skill level. Like, how, how well do you negotiate? How well do you build rapport? How, you know, how fast you are with going to the lead? I mean, there's a lot of different variables. How much money you can spend in marketing? But if, if I had to gauge it with all the all the, the experience I've had with all these students, I would say 60 to 90 days is going to be. Okay. If you get a deal done, that's going to be the average. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's okay. Well, especially when people don't have time, you know, spending 20, uh, you mentioned, you know, spending 20 hours a week, you know, you're, you're on your free time. So still it's going to be 60, 90 days. It's possible to do that. Yeah, so, yeah so absolutely. Okay. That's awesome. Can, can you talk about the other options you did beside the wholesaling? Cause you, you talked, you talked about the wholesaling. Can yeah. you talk, can you talk a little bit about that? Cause I never heard that before. Yeah. So what a wholesale is, it's not a wholesale and it's not a flip it's in between. Right. So it's basically where you find a property. Now wholesaling only works in certain markets, meaning it has to be a hot market. Inventory has to be super low, but demand has to be super high where you'll get consumers buying houses that are not even updated just because there's no inventory and, and they'll pay a premium for them. So if, if I find a house, like I got a hotel deal right now in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, it, the market's pretty good out there in this particular neighborhood. And I bought the house and it was, it's been, it's the house is in awesome shape. It's just dated. It's not in the best shape. Like it's where it don't have like all the nicer amenities, like granite countertops and stainless steel appliances, but it's a nice house. It's in great shape. And I was able to get it for cheap enough to where I can just buy it. And I paid, I got under contract for 165 and it appraised for 258. So I'm just going to throw it back on MLS at 255 and probably take an offer at 235 to 230 and wholesale it to a retail buyer who's going to want to do the work themselves because there's no inventory and it's a good area. So that, that, that's, I'm not actually wholesaling it to an investor. I'm just, I'm basically wholesaling it to a full retail buyer discounted to where they'll do the work because they like the area and like the house and there's not a whole lot of options right now. Mm -hmm. okay. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. So can, can we talk about, you know, one thing, you know, cause I, I know you're a bit a big advocate of, of creating wealth, you know, how is that important for you and how people should be considering, you know, that, that wealth creation process when they uh, investing, you know, when they spending time wholesaling and, you know, is it just the money it's just for the sake of, you know, like having some extra money on your side or, or this business really can help you uh, to, to create wealth, uh, you know, in the future? Yeah. I mean, listen, everybody should be in real estate. I mean, it's the fastest vehicle to get to, to wealth. I mean, if you look at the richest people in the world, you know, if they didn't get their money from real estate, then they got, maybe they got their money from businesses. They own some awesome businesses and made a lot of money, but what, what's the first thing they do with it? They dump it into what real estate to compound it. Um, if I could do it, if, if I could go back and talk to my 18 year old self again, if I'd have known about the wholesale method when I was in my twenties, you know, I own, right now we own about $17 million worth of real estate. I would probably own two, 
at least three times that amount right now if I'd have known how to go direct to seller and find heavily discounted off-market properties. Because you can't just go, just, you can't, you're not a real estate investor if you just go around buying property. That's not an investor. An investor buys with the value add properties. They buy with the equity. They buy with value, right? They're a value investor is what they are. A true real estate investor buys with, with value. And even if he does pay full price, he pays full price because it may, he's so sophisticated. He knows that the market in that area is so good that they're going to have a long-term appreciation. Like Grant, Grant's such an experienced investor. He's paying full price for stuff right now. Yeah, well, because again, that's a golden worth. He knows. He knows. Yeah. He knows, he knows what's going to happen. So, but he's, he plays a different level. It's a different ball game. Yeah. He's paying full retail, but he knows in 10 years, it's going to probably be worth 20 to 30% more than what he paid for it. Exactly. That, you know, certainty that's coming back to being, you know, obsessed again, you know, yes. With what's going yes. On. And then, and, and as far, but if, when you're first getting started, you're probably you're not going to know these things because yeah. that comes with experience. So if you're just getting started, you start with the wholesale model and you use that model to go after motivated sellers. So that way you can buy heavily discounted with equity to where you're buying so cheap, you can't lose. Because if when I first when I told you I bought all those single family homes, I, I bought like three million dollars worth of single family homes. I wasn't really buying that discounted. If I was using the wholesale method, I probably would have bought it 60, 50, 65 cents on the dollar instead of going through a realtor and buying at 80, 85 cents a dollar. That's how I got my, my ass handed to me, right? Mm. By uh, you know, because if if I would have if I bought a lot cheaper when all those tenants moved out, I could have just sold them off real fast because I bought I bought them so cheap. When you buy cheap enough, you can't lose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So can, can you talk about the available programs that you have for people, how they can involve, you know, learning how to wholesale. And again, you know, people who are watching probably half of you, I don't know, are, are from States or some other part of the world, maybe half of you are from, from Europe, you know, from Ireland. So can, can you just talk about, you know, is this available? Cause you mentioned some people are doing this in, in Germany. So, how people can start learning with you, you know, joining your programs and, um, you know, the, the best way to join. And um, yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a European uh, program yet, but I do have a Canadian program. I'm about, I'm about to launch a Mexican program, but okay. I have, I have a guy that I'm talking to right now, Matt Solis from England that I'm looking to launch a program in, in Europe and England. On, on how to find heavily discount property. So I know you can do it. I've talked to investors. I just, I don't have a, I, if you want to go through my program and apply the principles, it's all the same principles. You can go to chrisrude.com and book a call. Um, you know, it, if you go through the program, it's all American stuff, but it can still be applied with European. Uh, okay. you know, so real estate. when is, when is the program is uh, coming up for the European markets? I, I'm working on it right now. Uh, what I say I'm working, I'm, I'm, I'm finalizing the Canadian programs down. I've already got, you know, 15, 20 Canadian students that are making money doing really matter of fact, my top student was a Canadian. He made $750,000 in my first program. He's from Windsor, Canada. Well, yeah. Um, so I'm creating a, a, a Mexican program um, for Mexico. And then I'm going to start on the European program. And I have an Aussie I'm talking to tonight at seven o'clock, the launch program in Australia. It's wow. all the same principles, guys. You live on planet earth. It's real estate. Like it's, it's buy low, sell high. Find a deal. What does a deal consist of? A heavily discounted off-market property from a motivated seller in a good area or a decent area yeah. that you can buy with equity, right? And not pay for retail. That's what a deal is, right? Or if it's if you're a more sophisticated investor like Grant, you can pay for retail with the knowingness and certainty that you know you're going to have long-term appreciation because it's such a good area and you paid a premium for it. 
but most people can't can't get in that game yet. You got to start with this game first. Start with the wholesale game. Learn how to buy right. Learn how to buy discounted. Start with the, using the wholesale method. Maybe start by going to chrisroot.com. Book a call with my team. See if you can help. Pick up my book, thesourceofthedeal.com. You can get a free ebook. Or if you want to buy it on Amazon, just go go to Amazon. It's fifteen bucks on Amazon. Or even go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I give away tons of free content on YouTube that can be applied to, to any market. Look, if I knew how to speak Mandarin, I could wholesale in China. It's all the same principles. You're dealing with human beings and you're dealing with real estate. There's no difference from a Chinese man to a European man to an Aussie to an American to a Canadian. They're human beings. They live on planet Earth, which is real estate. They all have the same problems human beings have. They're just in different parts of the continents, right? So if you can apply the principles of learning how to find engaged motivation and find those people with problems, you can help, you can solve those problems and get paid for them using the wholesale method. Mm. Okay. That, that's awesome. You know, and, and I love the idea because it probably doesn't take a lot of, a lot of money to start, to, you know, wholesaling. Cause you, you said it's only the, the price of a marketing. That's all you, what you're looking for, you know, and the gas that you're going to be driving around and looking yeah, for this product. And your time dealing with the, with the clients and the homeowners. I mean, it's, it's the perfect way to start. I mean, yeah. it really is. It's the least barriers to entry and it pays really, really well. Don't start off with flipping. Don't start off with buy and hold. Start off with wholesaling. That's why I called the book The Source of the Deal because you become the source of the deal and you learn how to buy right and you learn how to buy discounted. And when you learn how to buy right, you just can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because you, you know, there's a lot of people like that. That's what I wanted to to made, make this interview happen. And thanks for doing this, you know, by the way, I truly appreciate, you know, because there's a lot of people talking, you know, like, this is a perfect time now to, 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 to flip. And, you know, like, somebody's just saying, no, no, this is a perfect time, you know, to hold and rent or, you know, everybody's is just selling a different pitch, a different strategy. And like, you know, but I love the idea of wholesaling, because it doesn't actually involve putting none of your own money you know it's just the time and, and the effort for looking for those deals yeah. you know and thank god like we we have you here because like it sounds easy while you say it you know like oh it's just you drive for the properties you just say you know like hi i'm you know are you interested in selling the property it sounds all easy you know well, it, I'm it's, saying, simple. But it, still, it, it's, it's simple but it ain't easy exactly exactly so thank god like we we have you with, with your program and people get can go and check it out find all the links down below uh, get in contact with Chris, you know, be, be close to, you know, in proximity with great people. And Chris is definitely one of them. So, and uh, how people can find you on social platforms and yeah. contact you besides, besides the website. So I'm maxed out on Facebook. You can just press the follow button on my personal page, but then I have my, uh, my business page, Chris Root Entrepreneur, where we do tons of Facebook lives. I do tons of content going over everything from mobile home park investing, departments, every, almost every good deal we buy we do a facebook live about it to give content and tell you how we found the deal why we wanted to buy it how we financed it and what our end game is on it that way you can learn from me organically so if you follow me at chris rude entrepreneur on facebook follow me at real estate rude on uh, instagram and you can follow me at linkedin at chris rude and then go subscribe to my youtube channel i've got over 130 videos on youtube yeah yeah oh it's a it's an awesome channel guys go and find all the links down below man it's just you know, the, the information there is, is, is for free. So, you know, if you just take that information and, and just use it, because I, I think that's what lack the most, you know, there's sometimes when, when you look at it, because it, I said before, it's just too much information, you know, and it's sometimes hard to make a quality decision, you know, because it's just too, too much of it. But, you know, your information is great. And, you know, Grant, uh, if people, you guys know Grant Cardone and this guy, you know, 
Chris has been on his show. That means, you know, this is a legitimate business we're talking about, a legitimate strategy, you know, to, to create, you know, uh, money on the side, to create a side hustle or whatever, or, or wealth by doing this, you know? So it, it's just a great thing. So, yeah. And so, if you want to learn, just yeah. go to chrisroot.com, book a call. Like, you know, to be honest with you, you know, when I first started my program, I just had a U.S. program and I met a guy named Ben from Canada and he's like, do you have a, I met him at GrowthCon for Grant's event last year in Las Vegas. And he said, do you have a Canadian program? I said, don't, I don't have a Canadian program. I said, but if you buy my program, you could just apply the same principles. I said, a few of the real estate laws may be a little bit different, but just get with your real estate attorney and make some adjustments. And sure enough, he invested in my program. He did that. He made 750,000 in the Canadian market. And now we, we had partnered up and we created a Canadian version of it. And now I have a, a full blown Canadian version of that platform of wholesaling. And it's really not that different from the U S it's pretty much the same thing. It's just a few little minor tweaks. And, and it's the same thing across the, the whole world. I mean, most of the, the real estate laws across the whole world are the same besides maybe a small, minute few things here and there, but it's not that different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what, what's the guy's name for, from Canada? Ben Murison. Sorry, sorry. Ben? Ben, B-E-N. Sorry, sorry, okay, Ben. So guys, maybe you can be the next Ben, you know, because like yeah. all, all the all the opportunities are still available. Like, you know, the crew, Chris said, you know, he, he wanna, he, he's gonna start, you know, the program in UK, but maybe in, in some little bit different part of the world. And this is, nobody's is doing it at, at the moment. So maybe you could be just like Ben, you know, like trying the program and applying it to your market and like, yeah. bam, seven be the pioneer of your market. That's exactly. what you did. Exactly. Exactly. So I know you guys are great. And uh, I know some of you are going to try this out. So, you know, Chris, it's just amazing. You know, I, I really appreciate the time that you spent with us, you know, today, you know, providing all the information. On, and it's just, you know, it's beyond the, the beyond the valuable. You know, if people would apply it, and I know they will. Yep. So, you, you know, I appreciate the, the time again. And, um, are you planning to come in into maybe into Europe in the near future to do some events? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Once I hammer down the, the Mexican market, I'm going to, I'm going to make a trip to, to probably England and uh, in Europe, maybe I'll come see you in Ireland. Oh man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Can't wait to see you also, you know? So, okay, cool, man. So this has been a money show with uh, Chris and uh, go and follow him on all the channels guys, you know, and, and support this man and follow his journey. And you know, I know your wife is, is involved with you as well. You know, we spoke before, like, uh, be, you know, if you guys are watching and you're with a couple be on the same page, like support each other, you know, and, and create wealth for not just for yourself, but for, for the family. And there's for, for the there's no better game. There's no better game than you and your wife creating wealth together. Like bring your wife on board, like have her get a real estate license, have her play the game of real estate with you. It's, it's no, there's no better game to, to create wealth with your significant other. Yeah, exactly. And that's coming from a man, Chris Rue himself. So again, thanks. Uh, thanks, Chris, for doing this. I really appreciate it. And I hope I'll see you soon uh, next time. So this has been a Money Show, guys, with Martinez. I'll see you next time also. Take care.